0: there's a feeling of agitation Caused by the presence or an imminence of danger You Why do you think people believe in ghosts? I do am so oh, sorry you, right 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 you not anymore A last fire will Behind those eyes that house will rock There's a presence in the house with me You can't hurt you if you don't believe it I suggest you leave that house Understand these thoughts can trouble you. To be honest, they've been troubling me as well, but we have to do what we came here to do, what you taught me to do. Serve the Lord. Yes, we serve the Lord,
1: but listen, I'm going to tell you one thing I've heard in this confession recently, and it's about this house. There's this house that's filled with hot chicks, real sexy bodies, all kinds of things are going on there. Nobody will know if we go. We can just go and keep it quiet. Yeah, slapping that flesh. That's what you're going there for. But guess what? You may not leave there alive, with or without your soul. That's it. Screw you and your college flunkies. I've had enough of this from you and from everyone else. I know what you guys are trying to do. Break me down! Drive me out of the force! Well, it's gonna take a hell of a lot more than a lame prank like this to get Curtis Mooney to throw in his badge. So fuck you! Over. Did you miss
0: me? Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Inside Movies Galore. I'm your host, David Stregi, and here in the room with me, I have a very
1: cool filmmaker, um, um, uh, Will um, Colazzo, correct? Yes, yes. Is that how you call your name? you said it perfect. A lot of people mess it up, but you hit it right on there. And I'm very <laughs> impressed. I'm very impressed. <laughs> Alrighty, man. Well, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in the independent film industry? Oh, man, it's a long story. Okay, so we have to go all the way back to 2002. I started as an actor. Okay. I, I did a, cl- a course at the New York Film Academy. Okay. So, you know, it was the biggest acting school around. It was so much money. My dad helped me pay for it. I was a young kid. Um. You know, I went through the process of learning all the different acts. I was trained in Shakespearean acting, Okay, acting, Meisner. Meisner was my favorite acting technique, by the way. It still is to this day. I had a great teacher. Okay. Um, so I went through the experience. I went on auditions. Um. And it was not what I thought. It was very competitive. I had a lot of bad experiences with like casting directors. Some of them yelled at me. A lot of them were nasty with me. And I said, this sucks. And I noticed, like, we would have these big parties at the school. They would turn it into like a rave. And I noticed all the actors would smooch up to the directors you know mm-hmm. but i was like man i'm not gonna do that so i didn't get any parts in the show oh. and uh i kind of put it off i met a girl and i put it off i was distracted with that but i always had the dream and i was like you know what i want to learn directing so okay. go back i was i was uh laying dormant until like 2009 or 2010 and i went okay. to film school i went to the okay to so the new york digital film academy this time Okay. For a one-year intensive filmmaking program, um, and it was a great experience. I learned filmmaking. Um, It was tough. All my classmates were, like, professional people, so, you know... I didn't really make that too many friends until the end when I met other filmmakers, you know, working on stuff. So okay. I kind of had uh, wait, a great story, actually, that I'm forgetting. So I signed up, like a, and I had like a month before I started the semester, and I read Lloyd Kaufman's book, Direct Your Own Damn Movie. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I t- David, I'll tell you what, a lot of that stuff in that book was right on the money. I learned a lot of that stuff in film school. So I was like, you don't even need film school. But it's great for the networking. I learned how to get actors and book locations. And you know the production side of it, you know. Okay. So the filmmaking was a great. Uh, that was a great experience. Okay, and um, when did you uh,
0: make your first uh, f- f- film, or was it editing
1: that you got into? Uh, fi- filmmaking, I did a bunch of shorts with uh, Late Night Hours, which was a really cool movie. It's about a killer transvestite that stalks a guy in a bathroom stall. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and K. Rimland was the star. He was in Bloody Nun. He was uh, Rico in Bloody Nun. Um, he's the first actor I ever hired, so I always like, stick with him. Okay. Um, so what happened with that movie, I didn't know about copyright laws and all that, so I put all this cool music in it and I can't really show it. I have the DVD around here somewhere and if I show it I'll get freaking sued out my ass. So I can't can we curse on here or no? Uh, yeah, no, we, get, we you can definitely curse on here. I'll keep it clean. So then I did I did Dead Yard uh, was my second film. We just shot it, a bunch of me and actors and then um okay. I wanted to do a feature. So I did a documentary about actors living in New York City and it was called I'm an actor, I think it was called Okay. And uh Dude, I didn't know, man. I went on location and I only got a half an hour of uh, footage of people. I shot for like three days, or like a whole week. And I only could edit a half an hour of footage. I was so upset. I thought it was going to be my big feature and I was going to break into. And then uh, I gave up. It's going to get to a really good part of the story. Um, I kind of gave up and I was like, oh, man, this is so hard and difficult. Nobody, festivals took it. I didn't even really try and enter it, nobody was interested. <laughs> So I would, you know, apply for all these jobs, directing jobs, and I would get, like, really few things, basically nothing, like, one was, like, to go shoot at a commercial for a law office, and they were, like, really rude, and it was very discouraging, Mm -hmm. so I was watching Bloodsucking Freaks one day for the first time, I think I was watching it on YouTube, and I was like, holy shit! i'm gonna make a movie i can make a movie just like that and that's how theater of horror was born i was like why am i so scared and i asked people to give me opportunities i know how to make a film i'll Mm -hmm. do it and it was scary you know it was cool Mm -hmm. i kind of gave like a lot of these actors like um i think it was like i think it was angie hansen's first role in the feature uh matt brunzio i always say his name wrong um Victor Gaspar, I knew from film school okay. so it was a really exciting project David to be a part of and you know I was gonna learn on the fly I rented that theater for a really good price for a whole week mm-hmm. we went in and we shot um I had a really good leading man in that film uh Darren Asante who's such a talented actor that just needs to be seen by the right people I don't think he's acting anymore but it's such a shame because that guy's so talented you know um um, and that yeah. w-
0: that would be theater of blood that you're talking about. Theater right? of horror, theater of horror. Theater Everybody of
1: calls war. it theater of blood. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, oh, go ahead, David. I'm sorry. Uh, so, um, uh, now you've always shot
0: uh, and filmed in New York, where you're from, correct? Yes, New York. Okay. So. And uh, how did you? Uh, how did you? Um, find uh, your location for uh, the theater that you i was used. just
1: i was just looking for a small dingy like really creepy theater and i found the perfect one it's like this really artistic theater where they do a lot of crazy shit like you go in there and there's like one night there's topless women dancing around there's <laughs> bad comedians and i was like this is perfect <laughs> and in the connection to that somehow uh trauma their latest movie shakespeare shitstorm shot a scene in that same theater that, uh, we shot theater of horror. And so there's a connection there, movie connection, which I thought was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, theater of horror, you know, when I first, it, although it has its issues, like the whole, the lead actor got sick, so we couldn't do uh, reshoots. That's mm-hmm. um, like, why I was having health problems. Okay. So we waited. So I shot that in 2015. I didn't finish it until 2018, man. And it's like, we went, we re through the theater, me, Angie, Carl Grasso, and Joe, And the theater had no lights and we just had two set lights and we had to film these last makeup scenes that we had to make up a script like in a a month to finish this movie because we had to finish it. So we're shooting in the dark, but everybody was great. You know, the ending got a little shaky. I think you said it in your um, in your review of the movie, which it did. But, you know, I'm proud of that film for what we had. I think the budget was three thousand dollars. Um, I think it came out really good. I just wish more people would have saw it. I had a producer who buried it away because it didn't have tits and ass in it, basically, so... <laughs> but you saw it, and thank you very much for the... Well, I'm, I'm very glad that I uh, saw the film, uh, um,
0: and even though I'm, like... I guess I could say, uh, say I'm like, like a collector of David Sterling uh, 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 films, so you're not the first uh, filmmaker that... Uh, that... Uh, that uh, um, I've gotten interested in through Dave Sterling. Yeah. And uh, I know that Sterling can be good for, like, the uh, the first coming out uh, d- a- a director to get their, their stuff out yeah. and yeah. whatnot. And that's, uh, that's a very cool opportunity mm-hmm. that, that, that you could have come across um, yeah. to at least get your films out there and uh, get your...
1: Um, Get your name set in stone. Uh, so, so it's funny. True. So this is how I, you know, when I was shooting this movie, I was thinking of David Sterling because I would watch the, um, who was it? I think it was Wet Movie 1 or Sean C. Phillips did like these vlogs with him. And I would look at his website back in the day. And I was like, oh, this guy's a real film producer. He has a great resume. Um, he's a little quirky and everything. Mm-hmm. So one night I called him out of the blue and I was like, I have this really cool movie and you want to release it. And at the time, David was kind of laid in the door, he, he He was kind of in a depressed and a funk. And uh, he didn't do it. He wasn't on set for a year, over a year, and he was looking to get back into it. So we talked and we built a friendship. Man, I had hours long great conversations with David, you know. He's a little rough around the edges. One day he'll flip out on you but then he'll apologize for no reason, you know, and he's like it's just the way he's wired, you know? Special kind of guy um so you know i signed the contract for theater of horror so he owns theater of horror so unfortunately i can't make a sequel to it which is really sad you know but i respect what i did i signed the contract mm-hmm. and he paid me up front for it but then like you know it's sad this is this is not to knock David turn like i wish we me and him went our separate rails for the best and i wish him the best in his life and i'm excited about the new camp Blood. i actually bought a copy of it because it looks really good mm-hmm. um That's cool. I like to how you smoke and it looks like you're like one of those old-time interviewers like Johnny Carson. Um, (laughs) Well, yeah, so here's a lesson to you like upcoming filmmakers somebody like really successful told me in Hollywood that uh You have to protect your art. You have to protect what you create. Just don't be excited I was very excited and I signed the stupid contract so theater of horror I got paid up front and I haven't seen any money and it's on Google Play it's on YouTube, somehow they signed the contract with YouTube where it's on YouTube movies and all this, and I don't see a dime from it. So it really sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's the name of the game, and it was a learning experience. Now, Bloody Nun was different. Me and David never signed the contract. I just let him, you know, release it. And that's another movie that he ended up barring because he wants naked women she mm-hmm. effects and stuff, which is cool. Some people like that, but I mm-hmm. want to hear more of an experience, you know, as a filmmaker. Definitely. Um, so, um, um,
0: now what was different about bloody nun that was different about
1: um um the- uh, theater uh- okay, so bloody nun i gave david theater for i guess he was happy with it i don't know how it sold i don't know how he did with it because he doesn't show me his numbers mm-hmm. so he contacted me he's like i got a script for you occultist 2 right and the script occultist 2 was like this hot shot from uh california university a screenwriter i was like holy shit but it was just—I went over the script. I called Angie Hanson because I wanted to cast her because she she's very reliable, great New York City actress. I'm not sure if you remember her from Theater Horror and Bloody Nun. Yeah, very talented. She's like on the verge of breaking out. I hope she does. You know, I'm definitely gonna cast her. She's actually in Bloody Nun too. She plays Bloody Mary in a cameo, which is really cool. Okay, just you know, committed. I know she was a theater actor for a long time. Um, and I went over the script and I'm like, Angie, this is fucking crazy. I mean, it was the raunchiest script. It was like women's nipples being cut off and just senseless violence and sex and you know i just couldn't do it who's gonna film this you know it was too much for me so i was like david let me turn this into my own script so i turned it into like a possession type of thing with the occultist where i was gonna do like an occultist type thing it was actually a pretty cool script uh sean c phillips i'm not sure if you saw the the original occultist that David made—it's probably like one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> I have it; I just haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yet. You're not missing nothing. It's so boring. <laughs> it's so bad. It's bad. It's like torture. No offense to the everybody who made it. I'm sure they worked hard on <laughs> it. Well, I'm
0: sure there were a lot of movies from back in the day, especially from Beast of Street Entertainment, mm-hmm. that were definitely basement movies.
1: <laughs> what about this one? Do you remember Bloody Murder? Uh, yes yes. That's like uh, a guilty pleasure. It's like so bad that it's kind <laughs> of <good. laughs> Yeah, it came out on one of those midnight movie. Yeah. And they, made, and, and they made a sequel, so they made money off of it. I think it's like closing <laughs> camp or something like that. <laughs> so on um, Bloody Nun, yeah. So, okay. So then he's like, okay. David was genius with this, though. He said, you know what? Change it. He changed, A week before the shoot, he goes, I don't want to do it called the shoot. Change it to Bloody Nun or whatever. And I was like, wow. So we did, like, a whole reshoot. The script was all messed up. But, you know, I learned that they don't how to do, like, frantic filmmaking, where I could just shoot a scene, get it done, you know, in a short amount of time. Because we only had the house for, you know, a certain amount of time, you know, a whole, mm-hmm. one whole night, you know. So we shot that movie in a day. We shot in the morning. And then we shot Bloody Night in one day.
0: Nice. And Angie Hanson, I
1: remember, she's like, did we just fucking wrap a movie in one day? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> we did. And, you know, the bad things unfortunately bloody nun, um the special effects guy had an incident and he didn't show up we were gonna have this cool demonic makeup all these blood effects like everything changed Mm -hmm. so i was like i have to make it up on the spot so i did everything digital you know
0: Mm -hmm. they were
1: shoddy i'll be honest with you the makeup didn't come out good angie ended up she was the only one experienced doing makeup the effects we had to do digital so it worked out the way it worked out but it turned out to be like a dark comedy so you know oh yeah most definitely. Um. So, uh, ultimately, what did you do
0: differently in Bloody Nun 2? From what I understand, oh, this Bloody movie has not come out yet.
1: Bloody Nun 2 is wild, man. Bloody Nun <laughs> 2. <Bloody laughs> 2 is raunchy. It's wild. Um, can I tell you about the cast of Bloody Nun 2? Let's sure. see. pull it Because I don't want to mess up people's names. Okay, let's see. I know you're probably
0: using some of the same crew, but you probably
1: have added some, uh, some I, different people. I always like to mix it up and add uh, different people to to the films. Okay, so Bloody Nun 2. Okay, let's go. Let's see who we got. Okay, so we had Chauncey Phillips. He makes another cameo, opening cameo, because keeping to the tradition. Yep. Then we have the return of Tina Krause. I'm sure you're familiar with Tina Krause. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of like a comeback, because she was kind of like, you know, Doing her own thing. I think she was running a business. Let me tell you something about Tina Krause. She's like in her 40s and she's more beautiful than ever. Mm -hmm. She is the most kindest, sweetest actress I've ever worked with. Just a total pleasure, David. The nicest, sweetest pie. Like such a wonderful lady to work with. I would work with her any day of the week. If she's broken down the side of the road, I would go fill her car up with gas. One of the kindest people I've ever worked with. So I don't know if people know that about her, but she really is. Nice. And then we have my uh, partner, you know, my, not my partner, like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> my business partner, Mark C. Fullhart, who I work with as a producer. Um, he returned as a new character called uh, Sandoval. It was like the twin brother of Mr. Shiva. Yeah. And then, excitingly, I got to work with Kyle Rappaport, who I've been looking forward to working with a while. And he had a big role. I think this is one of his biggest roles, actually. Awesome. Angie came back as Bloody Mary. That's a really cool scene. You're going to like it. Uh, Jen Elise Feldy, she was like a video girl that I've met. And she mm-hmm. uh, went in for our audition for the original Bloody Nun. And uh, she made it. So she has a bigger role in this. Um, okay. I play a role in it. Then we have uh, Garland Green, who's like a really good old-school actor. He's making a comeback. He was in uh, Carlito's Way. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Paul Fagon, who's like a freaking... He's in the New Sopranos show. He's like a real... He looks like a mobster. Okay, so uh, you have... A few names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lauren <laughs> Chavez. Kristen DeLala is making his debut as the nun. Jessica Colazzo couldn't reprise the role. She had some unfortunate stuff. And then we have Jose Otoro. He's an MMA fighter a local in Long Island. And he plays the priest Father Mattel and he just blew it out the water. He became the star of the movie. So Brother Lun Two is wild, man. There's a lot more gore and a lot gags. Um we have the capitations, like what I'm famous for. Um we have uh a penis that's like its own character. <laughs> you're going to like it a lot. Definitely finish <laughs> screener as soon as it's finished. It should be coming out in January. First, we have Faces of the uh, Faces of the Dead, which I'm really excited about. It's 90% done. We're just waiting for one more filmmaker. It's an anthology zombie film, and the films came out excellent. I'm really excited about it. Nice. That should be coming out soon, soon, pretty soon. Okay. Um, now, are there any other projects
0: that you're working on? Yes, right
1: yes. Oh, my God. We have a lot of stuff going on. So... You know how, like, the whole um, Camp Blood thing is, like, expiring to everybody? So I'm working on a camp slasher project. The name is in development right now. Um okay. So I have that. I know uh, Matt Brunzio is going to be in it. Mark's going to be in it. Kyle Rappaport signed on to be in it. And a couple other actors, maybe some debuting ones. So we'll be shooting that early next year, probably May. Okay. we got a great location, man. A whole big campground. It's going to be really exciting, you know? <laughs> it's more inspired by, like, Halloween, where this guy's escaped from a mental institution, you know? Okay, so it's really cool. The script is being developed, and Theater of Horror Two is being written by somebody right now. But it's it's tough because David owns the rights to that. I'm not gonna mess with David, you know. Oh, yeah, totally understand. So, um, um, going back uh, backwards a, a, a,
0: a little bit. Um, uh, now there've been some other uh, projects that you've worked on in between. Uh, and- uh, in between um, uh, is there something called the Thunderman Project? Thunder Man Project? No.
1: No. What is that? I never heard of that. Uh, evidently it's it. something on your director thing. Really? Maybe that's a different yeah. one. <laughs> Wait a
0: second. Are you messing with me? No, I'm not messing with you. <laughs> well,
1: I gotta see this. <laughs> Okay, where is it? Is it like on my uh as a director or actor? Uh do you know Peter Goring? Oh, the Slender Man project, yes. That was a web series that we did, Slender Man, about the character Slender Man. It was like a it was like a Blair Witch type of thing and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we never we never finished it. We shot we shot one episode and then he had legal troubles unfortunately. He got caught ah. up with the wrong things. Um all these you can find on my youtube ghost videos on there which was one of my most that actually went viral if you look up uh center reach pizza hut there's articles written about don't me. it's really sad they made fun of me in the articles but that's really a ghost video definitely <laughs> google that hostile tributes on there um and then these other ones are little short YouTube ones that I do, like it's a top five list, like a countdown of Pennywise the Clown. And okay. they are really good. One of them is like almost it has like fifty thousand views. They do really good. So I'm gonna keep <laughs> making those little video edits. They seem to like them, <laughs> You know? And you people don't know this, but you were supposed to be in Faces of the Dead, but it just didn't pan out. Yeah. I was busy, you were busy, the schedules didn't match up. We tried and, you know. We'll get another chance though. That would be really neat
0: definitely man um i know i was try- uh, uh, tr- uh, trying you were try- uh, trying and yeah <laughs> but
1: I, I i i will definitely check out faces uh, faces of the dead when it comes out so your buddy is actually did a movie and it really um, did you see his film uh chris one i think his name is because uh-huh. he uses a different name on facebook oh okay i forgot it's like herbert stock he uses right yeah yeah, did you see his film or no? It was, it was. I have not watched his film as of yet. Uh, yet. He, he did a really good job. He did a really good job. It's really creepy. It's really like kind of like an Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe type of thing. I really it was a different spin on the zombie thing.
0: Well, I you know, know he yeah. was. I know he was really getting back into what what he was doing at the, uh, that moment. So um, yeah, uh, uh, for a while he was doing video reviews and what uh, whatnot and. Um, I know he showed me some of his older projects and whatnot, yeah. and uh, I, 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 told, I told him, go ahead, do, do, do what you do, man,
1: you know? Yeah, So. I know, but, he's, uh, uh, I know he's doing like this thing called Night in the Mass, I talk to Kyle, Kyle Rappaport calls me every day, he's like my little buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so he's really excited about this project that uh, he's doing, Night in the Mass, he says it's really good, like a shot on video, VHS they shot it, so that's really interesting, I definitely want to check that out. Alrighty. so um is there anything else that uh you You know david it's an exciting time we have all these indie filmmakers you know it's it's at first you know you want to go away from it and do uh, bigger projects but right now i'm enjoying doing these b movies i have the freedom to do what i want i have the capability to self-distribute right now if a good distributor comes along i really don't need it right now i'll definitely do it that's just if i can leave you with this anybody who sees this and wants to be an aspiring filmmaker think of it like this okay do it for as little money as possible. I mean, not like five dollars. If you could get a thousand dollars, that's enough to make a. Well, movie. yeah, you you want to have the
0: film to have at least yeah. a little bit, a little bit yeah. of a budget, but you don't yeah. uh, you don't want to not put any money into
1: it. I would say to start as a filmmaker, one thousand to three thousand dollars. You could do you could do a feature for, all right, <laughs> and then I would say, and that seems small, but it goes a long way. Focus on one location, filming in one location, and one or two actors. Plan it out smart. Use a small crew, maybe two people, you know, have a good sound microphone, use a good quality camera, learn how to edit, you know, you can learn, there's, there's tutorials out there, and make your film, just go out and shoot, even if it turned out to be a steaming pile of crap, at least you made a film, and they'll get better as you call them, that's the most important thing, and it's an exciting time, we have their, 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 David Sterling stepping up his game, uh, I believe I had something to do with that, with this new camp, blood. it looks awesome, I'm excited about it, I wish David the best, you know, uh, no hard feelings there mark poloni is making a bunch of movies uh, kyle got me into him i got a bunch of cool stuff coming out um it's gonna be an exciting year you know you have to now's the time for the sov guys like us <laughs> to, uh, make movies you know
0: definitely man um i'm looking forward to uh what uh, uh what you'll be able to contribute to the independent uh independent yeah. horror film world so, uh, so i'm glad that um things are still going pretty pretty
1: straightforward for you so- Who's your favorite uh, B movie? Uh, I don't know if they call us B movies or Z movies. <laughs> director out there is it Mark Polonia? Um,
0: it's hard to uh, it's hard for me to uh, pick a specific favorite right there right now because I'm going I'm going through so many at this uh, moment and there's so many that I have not even seen and I- I- I've finally have uh, uh, like a group of people where I can just go on and discuss them with mm-hmm. uh, uh, like at rand- uh, random, yeah. um, so um, I, I, lately I've been hanging out with uh, a kid called Boris, which um, actually his real name is Philippe Hanzik and he's played, uh, he's a, he's a real cool kid from Croatia. Wow. Um, Foreign film. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, um, he is an avid,
1: um, lover of Joe Sherlock films. Wow. Uh, so, uh, so Joe Sherlock, did he direct Meat Hook or that? No, that's somebody else. No, that's
0: someone else. Yeah. Um, that's someone else. Um, that's someone else. Joe
1: Clown Hotel or something like that? Um,
0: Joe, Sherlock? Joe Sherlock did, uh, pro- you know, I think he was a producer behind something with, with that. Or, okay. so, uh, uh, but um, the name he, did Dark Z- he did Dark Zone thirteen. He also did Strange uh, uh, um Things five, Stranger Things. Oh wow! And he's uh, also working with David. Oh, I like that. How was Things five Stranger Things? I have like not newsletter.
1: watched it.
0: Yet. I have not watched it yet. And I produced something of J- uh, uh, Joe Sherlock's too, uh, called Dark Zone thirteen, which uh, okay, which was an anthology that he um was part of and. That the kid from Croatia was in, so we're we're kind of using his character from that anthology as the person going on and nice. and reviewing with uh, with, uh, with films with me.
1: So are you gonna are you gonna get into filmmaking? or Are you gonna stick to doing the review side of it? Well, I am. I, I'm actually a producer. Okay. For, uh, so, so you I, are, yeah, yeah, producer, yeah. So you're yeah. producing, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, right now, I'm. Uh, eventually, I'll be producing behind David Sterling. Yeah um i haven't really h- had any fallouts with him as of yet. Uh, yeah. yeah i mean he, i mean everyone has uh, every ha- everyone has different stories about yeah. him and i figure it, uh, uh, unless he fucks with me i'm not gonna, uh, i'm not going to yeah, i'm ju- I'm producing more for the director behind the film than i am the, yeah, okay. the, than, yeah. than i am the david sterling part so. the,
1: key, the key with david you got to let him know not to fuck with you you got to be th- <laughs> tough with him you can't be too nice and respect you know i listened to him like an older brother and i took all the information he would talk to me for hours and teach me uh, i'm very thankful he taught me about the whole artwork and the producing side of it and he gave me a lot of great information you know but he will try and take a. <laughs> so you got to be stern with him in this like along with that, you know. Got to make sure if you're. You got to do that with everyone, though. Yeah, I think. that's true. And, uh, that's true.
0: Especially uh, the more popular uh, popular you become. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, so, my advice to you as a filmmaker is to be aware of that.
1: So. Yeah, I definitely am more well aware. of <laughs> I know you got to go. This is a really fun interview. Um, but I love your YouTube channel. Content is the key, man. You, you have plenty of content on there. You know. Well, I
0: appreciate you being able to uh, come on and talk with me about about the yeah. stuff that you've done so far. And uh, I mean, you're more than welcome to come on, spit uh, spit some information that you yes, know yes. about any film that uh, any film that uh, we're talking about or whatnot. I know every Tuesdays as we go on and yeah i have a lot of
1: secrets that i can't talk about that i know a lot of projects <laughs> that are coming out but when bloody nun 2 comes out faces that i would be more than happy to come and talk to you about the process and anything you want to know if you want to pick my brain on filmmaking if you want to definitely
0: talk about man. Films, i figure uh, i figure when bloody nun 2, 2 comes on you can uh, come uh, come on let uh, let us know when the uh, the date is uh, for uh, for when to uh, get a copy of the film or whatnot yes yeah,
1: uh, we'll we'll figure that out. And, Beautiful. Uh, 0, definitely, man. Beautiful, oh. man. This was a lot of fun, David. I'm glad <laughs> I came on. I know you have stuff to attend to, man. Um, very good, very good interview, man. Very good interview.
0: Awesome. Well, in any case, thank you uh, for listening, folks out there. This is Will uh, Collazo Check like out Kyle. Like the Kyle <laughs> <laughs> Kyle is a different guy. Yes, he's a different breed. He's a good. He's, he's a, good a different character. breed of a fan, and. Yes. Uh, He's a super I, fan. <laughs> but, uh, uh, in any case, definitely check out some of his films. You can, I, I know you can still buy so, uh, some of his films from David Sterling. Uh, I, I believe Theater of uh, Horror, a um,
1: uh, Bloody Nun. I, uh, I think he took Theater Horror down because we have beef. But, <laughs> but you can watch it on Google Play. Uh, it's available on YouTube, YouTube Movies. And you can watch it for free on itube or something like that it's some website i can't think of the name of it um and then bloody none you can watch on my vimeo um it's available there on demand okay well in any any case appreciate your time later guys happy (laughs) holidays david happy holidays (laughs) (laughs) buy lots of dvds to review (laughs) 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 Alrighty. later see see you in 2020 definitely man
0: nice job kermit thank you nice job kermit thank you nice job kermit thank you